before we start our next show, just wanted to say thank you for joining the Ishin Skiing community. You guys have been amazing. Thank you for listening, for learning, and for growing. If you like any, any episode that we ever put out, like, follow, share. That's the only way we're going to grow. So thanks again. And now, on to the show. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Talking That Asian Skin Podcast. I'm here in Treetop Studio. Um, for today's episode, we're going to continue, you know, the discussion on the atrocities that are going on uh, back in Palestine, um, in Gaza, and, you know, everything with just everything that's happening. It's just been mayhem. It's been madness. Um, continued emotions just... I guess changing, you know, at the beginning of all of this, like I said last time, everything was really just sad and depressing. And I think for a lot of people, including myself, for sure, that's really transpired into a lot of anger. Um, And, you know, speaking for myself, I can definitely say that anger stems from not knowing what else we can do to call for the ceasefire to stop what's happening uh, all these innocent lives that are being lost unnecessary it's been really difficult but i really wanted to dive into this past weekend i'm um, not sure if you guys heard because not really much news coverage there's a lot of things that they like to keep quiet because they don't want to give attention to it uh speaking of western media but this past weekend, there was about 300,000 300, uh, people who went to Washington, D.C. to protest the atrocities and call for a ceasefire in Gaza. Um, it was absolutely amazing. I can't even explain, you know, the experience through words. Uh, definitely something that you had to be there and witness to feel the energy and how beautiful it was just seeing everyone coming together. Um, definitely gives you, like, this sense of hope, uh, this sense of like, you know, if you're not a believer, it gives you the sense of belief um, that there will be better and we will win and we will overcome this period of time. So it was super awesome to see that we got there at like 1130 in the morning and we didn't hit the road to come back home until like 9pm. So a lot of protesting going on. We had a uh, separate marches happening until like the big march actually happened and we went to the white house some people sat it out and were protesting that way just all of us in front of the white house oh man i i can't even explain it you definitely have to go on social media twitter instagram and see for yourself so if you haven't already seen that please look that up washington dc happened november 4th this past saturday beautiful amazing um, thank you for everyone who is not a Palestinian um, that came out to support because that means so, so very much. We saw so many different flags there, Ecuador, Haiti, um, Colombia, just so many different groups of people that came out to show support. And it was amazing. It was really amazing. Um, so thank you for anyone who did come out and who anyone who's doing anything that they can. You know, if you're reposting things, that means everything, you know, like I've said in the past, you don't know who you're going to reach with that one single post. And I'm not talking about those very generic bland posts that are, you know, just calling for peace and are on both sides, because that's not what this is about. It's very important that you're very specific with what you're speaking on, 
um, being very neutral is being a part of the problem. And I'm going to continue to emphasize that because it is what it is. That's reality. You have to side with basic human rights or you're not making sense. Like, what's the point of speaking up if that's not what you're doing? But for those that are, you know, if you're donating, if you're posting, if you're speaking about it in your groups, in your homes, all of this is very important. All of this is very critical in supporting the end of this. Um, so thank you a million times over for that. I did make a little list. I wanted to touch base on a couple of different things. Uh, that was one of the first that I wanted to talk about just to recap, you know, this weekend. Um, <clears throat> but I wanted to dive into the black community and the Palestinian community. So I know this is something else that I've touched on so much, but it's so important to me because there are still many, many people out there, specifically in the Black community, who believe that they shouldn't get involved or this isn't their problem or, you know, they're just going to go about their day because it's not affecting them. But for the Black community, this has everything to do with them, with you. Um, the Black community and the Palestinian community go hand in hand with one another. For those of you that don't know, the U.S. actually sends their police departments to Israel to train with the Zionists. Um, so your oppressor is training with our oppressor, hand in hand. And although, you know, your struggle may look different than our struggle, whatever, vice versa, it's essentially at the hands of the same people and they're training in the same manners. So that's definitely something huge I, I like to touch on because people have no idea that this is occurring and this is funded by your tax money if you're living here in the US. So these people are being sent there on your earnings. And if that doesn't upset you, I don't know what will. But aside from that, in Palestine, we've had you know BLM marches all the way over there you know, for BLM globally. <clears throat> we have a Nelson Mandela statue in Ramallah in Palestine. It's one of our bigger known cities. Um, we have murals on the wall that the Zionists built to separate us from them. It's and it's never ending. Um, but if you don't do your research, you're never going to know this stuff. And if you're not asking the right people, you're never going to know this stuff. So you can't just take the information that you think you know, you're solid on and you know, and spew ignorant comments or have these ignorant thoughts because there's more that's intertwined than you actually believe. Um, we have an Afro-Palestinian community. No, I can't say that it's a big community, but it is existent and not for nothing, but the Zionists are an extremely racist group of people. And if it's not evident in what we've been sharing on social media, I don't know how else to prove that to you, but I think it's super important that you acknowledge these facts and that you take that a step forward and begin doing your own research to better understand how we are actually extremely connected. <clears throat> um, I saw a post, I saw a couple of posts, to be honest, that actually explain that. So, you know, I'm not saying that this is everyone in the Black community because it's absolutely not. There are so many people in the Black community that have been extremely, extremely supportive, and it's so appreciated. 
Um, but you know that this message is specifically for those who lack that knowledge and who aren't making the effort to better understand. So if it's anything that you take away from this episode, I really hope that you take that step forward and you initiate that research on your own to better understand how we relate to one another because it's super important that we continue to stand together. And I think, you know, that also goes back to how we have the world really standing behind us. And not for nothing, but I feel like Palestinians as a people, because of our struggle, we've always banded together. We've always come forward as one. And that's how we have the world standing behind us, you know? Um, I mean, obviously, this is something that's out of control and should not be happening. It's everyone is innocent, technically, at least anyone that's on um, the resisting end. Uh, we're really just fighting for our rights and it's been happening for 75 years now. So it's not like we said, oh, let's just go attack the Zionists. No, that's not what happened. What happened was us just resisting the oppression and what's been happening to our people for 75 years. Now the world is up in arms. But again, if you're not initiating that research and if you're not figuring things out for yourself, then yeah, maybe you'll just listen to what they're putting out in the media and Western media and you'll run with that because it's convenient for you. But you can't be lazy in times like this because when it comes and starts affecting you, you're going to be surprised. And you shouldn't be because all the facts are laid out there for you. You got to take advantage of social media. You got to take advantage of the internet because everything is literally at your hands. I wanted to dive into anti-Semitism and Islamophobia as well. So I'm totally leaving the other topic behind. I really hope that you guys took away from that. But as far as anti-Semitism goes and Islamophobia, so one of the excuses, so to speak, I hear a lot is, oh, you can't be against Israel. You can't be against the Zionists. That's anti-Semitic. No, it's not anti-Semitic. Because if you guys listened to the previous episode, I had stated how Judaism and the idea of Israel are two completely different things. So yes, they're saying Israel is a state for the Jewish people, but it's also sad because it's making it difficult for Jewish people who don't believe in the state of Israel. And that's where anti-Semitism actually comes into play. But it's funny because the anti-Semitism is not coming from the Muslim community or other communities. It's coming from within their own community. And for those that follow me, I actually posted a video of uh, Jews, Israeli Jews in, you know, in Palestine over there who were actually beating on other Jews who are not Israeli or don't believe in the idea of Israel. And they were beating them to the ground. Older guys, it's, it wasn't even like young guys. They were maybe 50s, 60s, something like that. At least that's what they look like. And, you know, helpless. Just guys beating them down to the ground with the weapons in their hands like this. Um, outrageous, just outrageous. And that's the thing. Like, if you are not one of them, if you're not claiming to be one of them, and I'm not saying Jewish, I'm saying 
a Zionist who believes in the idea of Israel, they basically want you dead. If you're Christian, if you're Muslim, if you're Jewish and you just you're Jewish who doesn't believe in the state of Israel, they will oppose you and they want you out of sight. And that's something that a lot of people do not comprehend. But anti-Semitism also has, or I guess that uh, that name, anti-Semitic, you're being anti-Semitic, you're being anti-Semitic. If you're telling an Arab that they're being anti-Semitic, it doesn't make sense because Arabs are Semites, just like the Jews. So that's a poor excuse. And me personally, I just hate when that is spewed because it doesn't make any sense. But people who are misinformed and don't know that Arabs are also Semites are going to take that information and just run with it like they do anything else. So it's super important that you take this information and read up on it or, you know, but go better understand it. But again, Jews and Arabs are both Semites. Um, so that is definitely a poor excuse that's always used because honestly, there's not really much else that they could lean on except for screaming anti-Semitism. And again, it's sad because the Jewish community is not engulfed in this idea of Israel. There are so many Jews that stand behind us. Um, the Jewish Voice for Peace, you know, I've seen them do so many protests in the past month. Uh, sitting at Congress or doing the uh, Statue of Liberty, um, sitting over there and protesting there, like so many amazing efforts on their behalf. So they're they're just amazing. Um, thanks to them, you know, for that. Definitely need people to see that side of things too. It's super important that you're realizing it's not just the Muslim community that's speaking up. It's a it's a human rights issue. I mean, it's literally a genocide. This is not a war. So anywhere that you see that it says a war, it's that's not what it is. This is a genocide. And it's a genocide that's been occurring for 75 years. It's just been a slow burn. And now it's just extremely erupted. But there are a lot of things behind that too, politically. Um, <clears throat> a, lot of, uh, a lot of other things, but I'll tap into that a little later. I wanted to also touch base on Islamophobia, you know, with political leaders, especially here in the U.S., talking about um, their their beliefs and their endless support to Israel, or I should say the idea of Israel, because Israel is not a real country. Um, <clears throat> their endless support to the idea of Israel. And there's a lot of political reasons behind that. So when you hear someone like <clears throat> Genocide Joe speaking on TV and saying, oh, we're going to give our undenying support to the idea of Israel and uh, Netanyahu and all of them. It's because there's political reasons behind it. There's an agenda behind it. It's not because, oh, we just feel like killing people for no reason. No, there's a huge oil reserve on the Gaza Strip um, by the ocean on the, the front. And of course, they're after that. There's a political agenda. There's a financial agenda. This is all greed that's behind these killings. There's blood on all of their hands. And if you don't see that, again, you need to go back and do so much research. I uh, <clears throat> highlighted a couple things. I'm just going to mention it now that you guys can dive into. But you should take note of this. You want to research the Declaration of Balfour which was signed in 1917, 
you and that was the beginning of when um, it was declared that they would all be sent from Europe to Palestine. And just another recap, before this occurred, Palestine consisted of Jews, Christians, and Muslims together. They were literally neighbors living in peace. There was no issues. So the, the Zionists that are killing us, killing our people right now, are European Jews that were displaced from the Holocaust in World War II. The Declaration of Balfour was signed by um, Britain, which basically said, oh, they'd be going to Palestine and this is going to be their new home. And we accepted them. We accepted them with open arms, but they ended up turning on us in the 1940s. And that was when the first massacre happened, which displaced over 750,000 Palestinians. And that's how we ended up worldwide. But we're going to keep fighting. And hey, maybe not for nothing, but we were meant to be where we are so that we can speak up for our people and what's happening right now. So the Declaration of Balfour, you want to look that up. You want to research that. You also want to look up the Oslo Accords, which was, I think, in 1993. Uh, that was between the PLO um, <clears throat> and this idea of Israel. You also want to look up the Ben-Gurion Canal Project. Now, that one I wanted to tap into right now because speaking of the oil reserves and, you know, them having political financial reasons in this whole genocide, the Ben-Gurion Canal Project, and you can also look up the Suez Canal, S-U-E-Z Canal. So basically what they want to do is, you know, this whole like trade route thing right now with the canal that they're using, I was looking at something that said that the boats can only move upstream for six hours a day and downstream for six hours a day, which costs them a lot of money and wastes a lot of time right now. So what they want to do is create this other canal that cuts through the Gaza Strip and it's supposed to be bigger and allow, you know, the ships to move quicker and, you know, not just one way. So in order for them to create this canal, they basically want to get rid of the Palestinian people in Gaza, um, which is why they are actioning this genocide. But if you look into the Ben-Gurion Canal project, search that up, read into it, you'll be absolutely astonished at the information that you find. So no, this is not just, oh, we want the land just because, or oh, uh, whatever stupid reason it is that they come up with. No, they have reasons and they're all politically and financially driven. So it's really upsetting to see that leadership. And I mean, it's expected, you know, politics. That's what it's all about. And um, it's upsetting, you know, to see that they aren't taking action and they aren't putting their foot down because they actually want this to take place. It'll benefit them in the long run as far as trades go and you know, all this BS. Um, but that's why us, you know, the general public needs to keep fighting, whether we're protesting or posting or whatever the case may be, we have to keep on with it. It's super critical. They need to see that they do not speak on our behalf. Genocide Joe always says, oh, on behalf of the United States, uh, we're going to stand with Israel. No, it's not on behalf of the United States. It's on behalf of you and your political party. Because a lot of people in the United States and around the world do not stand for this genocide. I mean, if you have a heart 
you would know that this is wrong. It's quite simple to understand. But um, going back, because I'm jumping around like I usually do, going back to anti-Semitism and Islamophobia, I, I know I touched on anti-Semitism. I want to touch on Islamophobia. Um, again, our leader, all the information that he's spewing, kind of like when Trump was in presidency and just speaking whatever he wanted to speak on and you know, his thoughts were just all over the place. Uh, racism, everything was on the rise. It's happening again. It's happening again, but it's happening in the Muslim community. There was the six-year-old boy in Chicago who got stabbed. Um, someone, you know, related to myself actually received a, uh, uh, it was a hate crime. They received a letter, you know, uh, death threat this lady in I think it's Texas she was sitting at a bench um in her apartment complex I believe it was and she was stabbed to death there's just a lot going on here and it's very scary to be here as a Muslim American a Palestinian American so to all of my people my Muslim community you know it's yes we want to be proactive yes we want to speak up we do not want to stand down but we do also want to be safe because hey if we're not here, then who's going to speak up on these atrocities and who's going to stand ground for our people back home? Um, you can't take what our leaders say and just believe anything that they say. They're just another person, you know, just because they have a title of presidency or any type of leadership doesn't mean that they're qualified for that position. And it's important that we don't just follow in their steps or listen to whatever it is that they say. It leads us down these negative paths because at the end of the day, they don't care about us for real. It's all about their pockets. It's all about the greed in their minds and their eyes. That's all that they're worried about. Um, I think, you know, that's really it as far as the topics I have to discuss today. I really just wanted to do a brief recap again for this past weekend, Washington, D.C., November 4th. Please look that up on your social media because... It was absolutely amazing and astonishing just seeing how many people were there. Um, I was on the ground, you know, with my family and I saw this ledge. I told my sister I want to get up there and just try to see how far the ocean of people goes. And when I got up there, I looked to my right and I looked to my left and I'm like, wow, I couldn't even see where the top of people's heads ended. It was just beautiful. So beautiful. So look that up. Look up those three topics. I'm going to say it again. You're going to research Washington, D.C., November 4th. Um, you're going to look up the Declaration of Balfour, 1917. You're going to look up the Oslo Accords, 1993. And you're going to look up the Ben-Gurion Canal Project. All important things, very critical to what's going on. This is not a war. It's a genocide. This is not anti-Semitic. This is standing for basic human rights. And if you're not speaking on it, what are you doing? Are you protesting? Are you posting? What is it that you're doing that's contributing to this? Because this struggle goes hand in hand with the Black struggle. Um, this struggle, you know, we want to put an end to this. We want a ceasefire. We want a resolution. We want to end atrocities like this around the world. What's happening in Congo right now? What's happening in Sudan, Afghanistan? 
uh, Yemen, Syria, so many places around the world that need our attention. But again, if we're not doing the research and if we're not taking the time out to figure out what's happening right underneath our noses, we're going to continue living life while others are losing it. And these people that are in leadership are going to continue to control ours while we're here on earth. And we can't allow that to happen. We all live under the same sky. We all live under the same moon, stars, and sun. And we're all living different lives. When you go to bed at night, somebody's losing their life. When you're waking up in the morning, somebody is losing their life. Somebody's fighting for their life. Maybe somebody's limbs all got blown off and they're yelling and screaming for help. Maybe they're under a pile of rubble, alive and well, but nobody can get to them. So they're going to end up dying from starvation and malnourishment. You don't know. Like, it's just so important to be grateful and to speak up where you can. If we're not speaking up for these people, nobody is. And I'm not even just talking about Palestine. I'm talking about every other place, place around the world. The Congolese people, they need our voice. The Sudanese people, they also need our voice. And all of the other places, Afghanistan needs our voice. Everywhere. You saw all those earthquakes that were happening in Afghanistan. And I mean, how much attention did that really get? Western media only plays a role in areas that they want to play a role in they're going to portray the stories in a way that's only going to benefit them. So if we're not researching, if we're not speaking up, things are just going to go on as the politicians want it to. And it's important that we put our foot down and we end this madness sooner than later. Earth is already in destruction mode and, you know, mother nature. Yes, but... I mean, they're opposing, they're putting everyone against each other. And that's not okay. We're never going to win if we do not stand together. I hate when I see comments on social media that says, oh, this isn't my problem. It is your problem. If you're a human with a heart, it is your problem. It doesn't matter who, what's happening to anyone. If there's an atrocity going on, we need to stand together. And we need to put our foot down and show the world that these leaders do not speak on behalf of us. So I hope you guys really take something away from this episode. You do something through this episode and you really just reflect on yourself, reflect on your actions, your thoughts, your behaviors, your everyday life. Be grateful for the place that you are in now because it could be so much worse. It could be you and your family in these positions. You never know. We were just blessed with a different location of birth, really. It could be any one of us. So one last time, please do your research. Do whatever it is that you can, no matter how big or small it is. It's going to have an impact. We are all critical pieces of this puzzle. Talking That Asian Skin podcast is now available on iHeartRadio and Apple Podcast. Say words, Skin. Word to Big Bird. So now our show 
Me and Ish, you know how we doing it. Talking at Ish and Ski podcast is now available on Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts. No excuse. You can't miss us. We there. We everywhere. Say word, Ski. Word to Big Bird. So we'll talk to you soon. Take care, guys. Peace. What's up, guys? It's your boy Skein here, back to let you know and remind you that my co-host Aisha has an amazing poetry book called Treetop Echoes. It is available now on Amazon as well as Barnes and Nobles. So if you're in the market for a new book, please pick it up. You will not be disappointed in this amazing poetry book. So the name of the book, once again, Treetop Echoes, available on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. Get your copy today. I really, really do wish that these people would take a DNA test. I just wish they would. Maybe that'll check them into reality. But you <laughs> Russia, fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> like, go the fuck back home. And even they're not going to want them. Damn. Uh, That's crazy. That is crazy. That is crazy. But but I guess once again, I mean, it's just finding the truth for yourself. Mm-hmm. Being, you know, I mean, in this whole, this will be by the time this this will be the six week, right? Six weeks. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, in six weeks, I haven't I haven't seen any of the CNNs of the world, the Fox of the world, none of that. All my news has been through uh, social media uh, postings and stuff like that. Um, Watching uh, what was that thing I said that I've been watching? Jesus Christ! Yes, that uh, docu. <laughs> I'm sorry, documentaries on history and stuff like that, and and learning what's going on and what they're trying to do and how slowly they're trying to do it without you even realizing what they're doing, but the plan is there. So just learning that stuff and no, and you're saying to yourself, man, that's bullshit. Nah, that can't go down like that. So let me post something. Let me repost something. Let me mm-hmm. do whatever you can in your space to bring light to that situation. So, yeah, now honestly, my guy, like, I just want to say thank you to you for taking that time out and putting in the effort to better understand everything that's going on and not, you know, just coming in and taking what I post and being like, oh, okay, yeah, you're actually, you know, making that effort to learn. And I can't express to you how much that means to me. And I'm sure plenty of other people because it's people like you who help us make the difference. So it's truly, truly appreciated. Uh, thank you so much. And and the funny thing that you say that was like today on my drive, because I had a longer commute, I was visiting another store, but I had a longer commute. So I had I was listening to the first episode we did of Free Palestine and um, and I'm sitting there and I'm listening to myself talk and I'm like, damn, word, like five weeks ago, going on six weeks, like, wow, I I was really lost in the sauce. And you can tell by the questions I was asking and, and the rationale I was trying to, you know, and at, at that time, which I love the fact that you, that you respected the fact that I was in that neutral state. I didn't know exactly what was going on and, and, and your exact words were, hey, I respect that, but this, that, and the other. So I was like, man, I just I just realized and I was like, wow, she didn't come at me like, no, Skeen, you're supposed to, you know what I mean? You gave yeah. me that 
them to to do my research and go in depth um, with what you're saying and and for myself and and that was something that in that episode I was like, damn, I've come a long way in just historical facts and understanding yeah. in the past. And 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 the fact that you allowed me to do it on my own, mm-hmm. you know, that's kudos to you. Because I know sometimes people be like, nah, I mean, you got to listen to this. You got to listen to that. And no, 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 no. You were just like, hey, I'll send you something. Basically, let me know what you think in, in a nutshell. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate that for letting me, you know, open my mind up and not being pushed in a direction and stuff like that. So I appreciate that. Uh, from you, of course, and uh, we're gonna continue, man. We're gonna continue talking about this um, for as long as we can, because uh, to be honest, this atrocity has to stop. It it just has. To. You have mentioned Congo, uh, Sudan, um, Haiti. I know I'm missing two more. Afghanistan. Yes. Like kicked out of Pakistan and just all this madness around the world lebanon's getting bombed Forty thousand people fled because israel's bombing them now it's just mayhem yemen yemen is super poor they really don't have much they're also in a fucked up state syria like there's there's a lot that's the thing too like one last thing i want to add here is that islam is an absolutely beautiful beautiful religion I mean, you know, I'm not a religious person, but I believe in my religion and I know that it's beautiful. I think, you know, seeing people actually discovering that through these atrocities is also, it's a bittersweet thing. It's sad, but it's beautiful because people in power, like America, tend to demonize the religion and demonize our culture. And it's absolutely not what they portray it to be. So for people to actually see the beauty that we're made of and how peaceful we are is definitely something amazing that's come out of all of this disaster. Um, Just, you know, having people understand us and having people see the good in us through all of this, the depth in the faith, whether you're extremely religious or if you're not religious at all, our faith is still there and our faith will always lie in us. So I think, you know, through all of this, again, it's just been so amazing to see how we've outshined all of the hate and the negativity that's been put on our plate by these people in power. Yeah, I mean, that's perfectly said. You know what I'm saying? Because no matter what, man, in each video that you see of some horrific type of imagery, you also get this positiveness and, and, and this awareness of, of not only people around the world, but people inside the Gaza Strip, in the West Bank, so on and so forth. And, you know, they're still praying. They're still in some videos. They've been smiling and stuff like that, which is rare. It's rare to see a, a smile because you're, you're seeing this this atrocity that's going on but at the same time it it gives you hope you know and especially from the outside world around the world for all these protests and stuff like that so it gives you hope and and i i know you probably think the same way but i'm you know every morning when i wake up man and i usually don't go straight to social media i don't but you know i usually take my time before i get to it but when i do get to it i'm hoping for like 
get a ceasefire happen or something, something to some good news to happen. So mm-hmm. I can I can know that, you know, the people that are there living those horrific moments can get some peace. But at the same time, like yourself and every Palestinian person around the world and around the globe can have that peace of mind for that time being until a true resolution happens. But and in, at the same time, every supporter that, you know, has been supporting the cause as well gets that peace of mind that that they need instead of reading another atrocity and another video and all this and that hopefully it gets to the point where you can exhale you know what i'm saying because i know i know you need it my friend i know you do and i know all your people need it as well and everybody that supports you needs it as well because we're on edge too because like i said when we open social media we're hoping for it happens a ceasefire all right cool you know what i'm saying and and then go so hopefully one day we will soon um, we will open that and, and find out that there is a, a resolution coming or, or something's going on that, that can put a smile on your face or, you know, just some joy, you know what I mean? Inshallah, God willing. Yeah, for sure. Guys, thank you so much. Like I said, go out there. Aisha, hit him with the page again, because I know you're not going to stop. <laughs> with the page again, if you want some knowledge. For you, my guy, I'm going to continue. The page that I made is called Education on Palestine. I'm going to, I guess, just keep pushing and go forward and uh, start posting some stuff on that page. So give it a follow and I'm going to drop some knowledge on there for you to continue to educate yourself if you're interested. Yeah, for sure, man. And, you know, please do. Please do. Because I I know in, in, in six weeks, I have learned so much. There's some of the words I can't remember because I'm a dumbass and I'll, and I'll keep it simple. I can read about it and know exactly that, yeah, what she's wearing has fishnets and it has this. I, I can remember certain things, but words is like, yeah, I'm not. Plus, I'm stupid. I don't want to say them and then chop them up. And no, the pronunciation is wrong because I'm an idiot and everybody yeah. knows I'm that. <laughs> but um, yeah, like you're absolutely right. Keep posting. Like uh, I'm going to steal the thunder from my homegirl. Every post can reach somebody um somebody in power just somebody that's fogged up right now and and one post can clear their vision you know so hopefully we continue to doing that i know she's flying the flag above her shoulder real proudly and and i'm happy to see that flag fly at any stadium any protest anything it doesn't matter if it's that flag or another flag representing that flag next to it whatever that i think makes me happy when i see other countries repping and stuff like that um you know obviously we're we're human but at the same time if you have somebody of palestinian descent be their support system check in on them make sure you know i check in on this young lady um and just to make sure you know they have an outlet to to you know exhale some of that anger and emotion that they have because everybody needs it we're human and uh sometimes we can hold everything so much in our hearts and but we need to explode sometimes. So she knows if she explode, pick up the phone and let me know what's going on. So if you have anybody in your life out there, please be that extension for them to release some of that pressure and that angst and that worry. So do good, be good. Hopefully peace comes about soon. Um, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much, man. And uh, in the words of my homegirl, Free Palestine. Peace. Free Palestine. Talking at Asian Skin. Show you right.